0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Week 12. Thank you for joining our manos. I'm Gabriel, my co-host on the other side of the Atlantic.
1: Chad, what's up, Chad? Hey, how's it going, Chewy?
0: It's going uh, it's going great. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Chad. Yeah. Uh, check this out. Uh, this week, we're going to switch it up just a little bit. We're going to briefly touch on TNF. There were three games. One was exciting. Two were dreadful. Um, we're going to dive into the playoff implication and standings. We're gonna hit some um, very expensive waiver wire. There's a there's a new guy that showed up on the waiver wire. You know, possibly drop some money. (laughs) Our special guest is Mister Sir McBride. Uh, Yeah, Mister. What is it? uh, Nine and two. Nine and two. And uh, and then we're gonna do a week twelve rapid picks. So without further ado, let's do it.
1: All right, man. So yeah, like you said, the Thursday games, this is always an exciting time of year. Yeah, that Raiders game uh, was pretty crazy Uh, going into overtime, 36-33. Yeah, the Bills crushed. That was exciting. That was exciting. The Bills got back to their form. I
0: think they they were playing a a very hurt and um, decimated uh, Saints.
1: Yeah, exactly. No running backs, more or less. Lost Ingram and Camaro for that one.
0: But the Bears and Lions, it's a McNeely and You know, it's a comparison. Yeah. Wow. What a sucky game. Uh, My prediction, Goff out of the league in 2023. Okay. He's gone. He's not even a backup.
1: Yeah. Um, That's tough. It's really tough because he he went, it's so dependent on the rest of the team. Because like he goes from the Rams who are good and he didn't really do bad for them. But yeah, he goes over to the, you know, to the Lions and it's just like, Blah. I I think their coach is terrible, to be honest. I mean, sure there's um, we've had
0: a good coach before, and it's a good coach. And it, that is just some players plateau and and that's we we're looking at a plateau of a player. Yeah. So that's not no absolutely. I mean go.
1: the the one player, I guess, from all these games that is gonna be uh kind of an impact for fantasy in our league is Swift. We'll kind of get into that a little bit later when we dive into the playoffs, but yeah, Swift being injured with a shoulder injury, no idea how long he'll be out at this point, but uh, we'll talk about that here in a bit.
0: All right, so let's go to the, let's, let's move on to the weekly HH transactions. Yeah, so waivers. Waivers. That's- let's go to the top dog, you know, the guy that was, you know, hasn't done much moves. Uh, Mr. Chubb dropped 45 bucks on Judy. Yeah. What, what's up, Chubb? <laughs> do you think this guy's gonna bring you to a, to a playoff? You do have a chance for the playoffs. let's let's be realistic if if all the other people start losing, um, I lose, you lose, McNeely, he might squeeze in at the sixth spot.
1: Oh absolutely. I mean, I think you can't really blame Chubb too much for bidding for uh, Judy only because the amount of bids on him, uh, there are six bids for him. And all pretty high. So Chubb was 45, middlepiece 31, McNeely 27, Slut 14, Vinnie Balls eight, and Nashhorn uh, 6. So he was clearly sought after. Uh, he averages 12.4 points per game and he's had some injury issues. So he could be potentially one of these sneaky receivers that even though he's ranked currently 96, that could be of value now going forward. But the Broncos offense is, you don't know which team's going to show up. So that is the scary part. That, that yeah, is, you know, yeah.
0: who, who's going to be throwing the ball?
1: You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I was thinking about watching the, the Cowboys and Raiders off and on while I was sleeping. But, <laughs> you know, the Broncos beat the Cowboys 30 to zero. Sure, that was Prescott's first game back. But, you know, then you have the Raiders going 36 33.
0: Yeah, I'm just glad that finally, my raiders running back mr josh jacobs finally almost reached 20 points
1: <laughs> yeah
0: he's he's their first running back and i think this was the highest week yeah there Anyhow. and he, had,
1: he also had an injury scare at some point during the game and i thought drake was going to be uh taken over the reins but yeah we'll have to see i also had saw that ezekiel and pollard they might be Splitting more time, which also has some fantasy implications for some teams. Then uh, Devonta Freeman, Beanie Walls. Yeah, so this is actually I think maybe one of the best picks that that came out of the week. There there were four bids for him as well. Like so he is he was popular on the waiver wire. <laughs> he's 40 best uh, running back this season, but he does average eleven point five points. But if you look kind of recently, minus week ten, I mean he's averaging around. 14 15 points a, a game which is which is great so he's had he, he's definitely taken over the, the backfield now Latavius Murray has been out so I don't know what's going to happen when he comes back but yeah he, he might be a solid pick heading into the playoffs
0: yep that's uh that's gonna be well let's see let's yeah. see what happens yeah. um
1: well the phones are all, ringing the phones are ringing. ringing did we just get a <laughs> <"Ooh, hello." laughs> Somebody was pissed um, off. <laughs> oh, well,
0: you know, I wanted uh, I wanted um to slut, you know, to come in and uh pipe his questions, his uh his grievances, but he must be um uh, he must be sleeping still. It's, it's not uh, it's not noon yet. So yeah, let's just let him sleep. Yeah. All right, what else have we got, man?
1: What yeah. else? Is- should we start
0: diving into the playoffs? Let's do it, man. Let's do it because right now this is as open as I've seen it. There is three teams at five and six. There's two at four and seven. A vinegar Bulls at six. And then slut Mc- is at seven. He's fighting with
1: middle piece for the first seed in the east. So let's look at that. So slut, slut and middle piece are both seven and four. Based on ESPN's playoff, you know, percentage, slut's 100% in. Even though that's not, I don't think officially. Well, must be officially correct based on tiebreakers. So I think slut and McBride have probably clinched. Uh, Otherwise, they would just give 99% like Middlepiece has. So Middlepiece and Slut both being at seven and four, Slut has the tiebreaker there because he's actually beat middle piece twice but if, but if
0: he loses the next two games middle piece gets them
1: yeah no no i mean if middle piece will, clearly if he finishes above you know with a better record than uh, slut then of course he'll be the one seed but if they do tie in any sort of scenario with the same record yeah. slut has that tiebreaker so yeah so that that's pretty much the top i mean sarah mcbride uh, we'll talk to uh, mcbride here and Mets. In our interview so we'll we'll dive into him a little bit later but you know he's he's 100% clinched no matter what there's absolutely no chance that he's out <laughs> but as you mentioned I think the rest yeah are it's still pretty well Sarah open. Sarah
0: can really melt it in because we have two games left, including this week. We have three games left. Were best case scenario, Vinegar Balls will end up with s- same record as uh so yeah, nine and two. So or nine and five. Yeah. Nine, nine and, and five. Sorry. And... Yeah. So that's the only thing. But who is Vinegar Ball playing? Vinegar Balls has me next week. Okay. And then has you the week after? Uh. Two easy fucking wins. <laughs> he could end up being. There could be a tiebreaker based on points with McBride for the first spot in the West. Okay, McBride. Who's McBride going to play? Let's see. Where are you, McBride? Here we go. McBride is going to play middle piece, top contender, and Slud, top contender. He can very well lose those two games.
1: Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Um, Ladies and
0: gentlemen, this is going to go bananas down to the last game. Yeah, no, it should be. Nancy, who's going to make it and who's not? Now, let's, let's talk about the other side of the uh, bracket. Who's not going to the playoffs? Those two teams at the bottom. The, you know, there, to me, there's four teams that can still wear the romper. Myself, you,
1: Peter, and Chubb. I, I would not throw out uh, Cremist in that discussion now.
0: Well, Krem, but hold on, hold on. Kremis has five. So do okay. you? Even if McNeely wins this next two, he'll have five like uh, Kremis. So it'll be a tiebreaker based on point. So yeah, I don't if-
1: think Kremis is going to wear this one. Um, but if you look at the playoff playoff percentage predictions, right from the standings, yeah. So you you're forty five percent. Kremis is thirty seven percent, and Nashorn is now thirty four percent. So it's not as if Kremis has it locked in as, you know, number three, uh, finishing that way. Yeah. And I think, but, McNeely-
0: but you, what, what happens is he's not gonna, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he does, he's not gonna win the, uh, the romper though. He's um, not gonna wear it. He has too many games. He, he's out of the romper. He might be out of the playoffs, but also out of the romper.
1: If, if McNeely won the rest of his games and Kremis lost, the, the rest of his games, then yeah. Kremist is five and nine and McNeely is six and eight. So anybody that's five and six still has a chance to be a romper guy. <laughs> oh, shit! so there's, there's I mathematically, I guess there's six teams still mathematically available to be in the romper. Now wow. I, I we would have to check between McNeely and vinegar balls who would have the tiebreaker on that one. I I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably impossible for that to happen, but I think vinegar balls, that's why he's 88% uh, projected into the playoffs. And even Topanga is 69%, even though he has a five and six record. So I, I don't know. I mean, you actually have a better odds of being in the playoffs than Kremis based on their playoff percentage calculations here. But in theory, I would say the five of us, are... Or
0: based on our on, on the on the west side, it's a little bit more even.
1: uh Absolutely. And All right. So, it, it really, really depends on. I mean, these last three weeks are so critical as to the matchups and and how things pan out. All right. Do you like
0: how the commission forgot to reset the trading deadline, and now it's December third or fifth? Do you think that that makes it a little bit more? Uh, interesting when someone's making a desperate trade or, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the, the Jalen Hurst trade.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest. I was, I was kind of shocked by, by that trade only from the sense of just when I initially saw it, I knew Hurts was QB number two and Tony, I know hasn't been so strong. And then when I looked later, I think he's wide receiver 63. Yeah, so perfect trade. <laughs> Oh, I guess, you, you know, you don't know what can happen, but, but that's the beauty about it. Yeah,
0: it is lopsided, but you don't know what March was thinking or what his intention for that player is. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe I'm not saying this is the, the reality of it, but what happens if the dollar denomination of that player is a buck? and we know that yeah this is not his season but marsh is looking at him i was like you know what he's my future keeper
1: yeah so i'm just gonna stash
0: that guy so there's there could be multiple there could be multiple reasons so slut if you have a question of why did this happen go into the app and post your fucking questions or (laughs) shut the fuck up
1: (laughs) yeah no that's a very good point it's um People have their reasons for that. Maybe he saw something in Tony or maybe looked at his schedule and said, hey, this guy's got a great fucking schedule the rest of the season. We got injuries here and there. We yeah. don't know. Anyhow, look,
0: it's irrelevant, slot. Don't yeah. worry about it. You're <laughs> in first place. Enjoy it. You've never been there. Take a whiff of the air. It smells different. It's brand new. It's not the dungeon like you've always been. Not at the bottom anymore, bitch. You're <laughs> at the top of the food chain.
1: Enjoy it. Yeah. Pop, a, uh, you know, pop the can of Folgers, yeah. and uh, enjoy the recap. As far as trade being extended, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, it's because the the season is extended one more week. Why not? Why not have an extra week here? We can, I love it, man. Yeah, I, I don't mind it one bit.
0: Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, it was our matchup last week, man. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, had right.
0: God, uh, Godwin. You had Evans on the last play of the Tampa offense where Evans got that pass, where he got hurt. I think he pulled a Hemi Yeah. Or, uh, or something. Yeah. That was enough yardage. <laughs> Point 0.9, man. You know how bad tasting that was? That was fucking painful. Yeah. Godwin uh, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> godwin 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 I was like yeah
1: yeah nah, so
0: fucking much um and then they took brady out you know yep and then whatever you know whoever that fucking backup is what's his name
1: uh he didn't throw it to godwin so i just needed a couple of yards man i went to bed and then i kind of started looking and i looked at our score and i was like oh fuck. godwin's like you know having a monster first half here and like uh you were you were up by quite a bit and I was like, ah, oh, fuck that, you know, it's not going to be Evans' day. And I also read about that Evans his matchup with the cornerbacks was going to be really challenging and kind of impossible. And so I was like, no shot. So when I when I actually woke up, I didn't watch the rest of the game and I was like, what? I was like, no way. <laughs> I had to like check different I was sites. I was like a correction, you know, point <laughs> yeah. correction or something. Yeah, I was like, did this did this change or something? Like. You know, I, had, I checked like two different devices. I was like, oh, maybe this isn't updated or something.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back from break. Thank you for joining us. Special guest today. We have uh, Mets, Mr. Sarah
2: McBride, nine and two guy. Welcome <laughs> Mets, to the podcast. How you doing? Yeah, thank you guys. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to this. Uh yeah, hoping to talk a lot of shit to everybody how bad they suck and uh <laughs> talk about what's, uh, what's going to happen the rest of the right season. After,
0: shots fire. <laughs> well, speaking of shots, um you know, we're all very perplexed how you can go from 3 and what, 10 last year or 9 uh yeah, three. to uh to the top of the leaderboard without any deviation on your Path to stardom dude What's what's going on yeah you, that's a fair
2: swing that <laughs> yeah that's a fair that's a fair question that, that makes uh that makes two of us that are both uh, a little perplexed uh yeah i mean let's be honest coming out of last year's debacle of a, a season where i could barely feel the competitive team week in week out uh it's been a, a bit of a different story this year but uh i'd like to uh you know it'd be nice to attribute that to actual like skill and say that i had a a decent draft but uh i think even coming out of the draft there was uh, a lot of questions about my team and then you look at the power rankings or the you know the early season power rankings and i was i think i was still dead last so uh i think uh yeah to to have a decent uh, team you obviously have to have a little bit of luck and so you look at a guy like uh, cooper cup who nobody i don't think a lot of people had on their radar yep. as being the top wide receiver this year and i'd say him alone has probably carried my team most weeks, you know, you're averaging 30 plus points or whatever he's, whatever he's doing, 26 points. And, uh, that, that right there is, you know, gets you some, some wins right by itself. So I think that's a, a big part of it. Uh, I think I've had a couple of weeks where I've probably been a little bit lucky, uh, cause some stuff has happened to my opponents, but, uh, all that being said, you know, nine and two is, uh, is kind of a little ridiculous. So I'll probably just, uh, put it on autopilot the rest of the season, maybe do some, uh, auto uh auto uh lineups and uh see what happens in the playoffs oh you just dicking with us now auto in the playoffs all right that's
0: good no no it's you know that's it. you know you you see the transactions uh the commission is doing feverishly working through the whole night moving people around the whole fucking place yet you're you're just gonna put an autopilot that's good Man, That's gonna be kick, kicking the ass for
2: him. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. I, uh, yeah, no, I am, I, I still make a, a concerted effort week in, week out, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, could easily tank, right? We have what six weeks left? Is that right? Five um, weeks? For, uh, Well, five. there's, th-
1: there's three left in the regular season, and then playoffs oh, okay. kickoff. So yeah, so you've, you've actually clinched a, a playoff berth already. Like you're already right, you
0: have in a bye Yeah. So bye week, you know. You have one less game than everybody else, but the other thing we we noticed is, we you had zero IRs. Yeah,
2: yeah, that that's is, a good point. That's a that good point too. Hard man. Yeah, yeah. You look at guys like um, you know McCaffrey and some of these other players that have gone down. Like that'll that'll wreck your season. You know, last year for me it was Saquon that was out early, but I've been yeah. pretty lucky there, right? I've had injuries, but nobody on IR. So again, I think that's uh, yeah a big a big part of it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy to see that. I mean, and, and to see how big of a difference that injuries really can impact a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had eleven players on IR this year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. It's like so, uh, between him and um,
2: Joe. Yeah. Uh, they they took up most of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to recover from that unless you've got like you know some backups already that step in and, and can produce but if one of your top you know your top two picks who you paid you know i don't know 60 70 bucks for then and they go down like you're kind of
1: you're kind of fucked yeah yeah exactly that's what hap- what happened with Nashhorn i've had yeah. henry i had henry montgomery and sanders all who have been on ir yeah so, you know henry's out for the year so i've been i've been scrambling trying to just do anything to get a win Mets, did you did you do any trades were you able, uh did you
0: even even look into like hey, let me see what i can uh mustard here and yeah trade with somebody
2: that, that's a good question you know early on i think i did because I, I um i didn't feel good about my running back situation you know kamara was, was by really my only like decent back but then uh daryl henderson started coming through for me a little bit and then i lucked out with uh you know, uh, Latavius Murray coming through for Baltimore. So I kind of backed off the trades. I've, I've had a couple, uh, a couple clown trades come my way. I think definitely South Philly sent a couple, uh, who else maybe, uh, maybe middle piece sent me a trade. I can't remember, but, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't done any trades, but, uh, I think if I'm going to, I feel like I need to execute something here. Cause I can't just be, you know, content, uh, heading heading in the playoffs with the roster that i've got I, I could easily lose a player here or there I, I feel like i need to
1: make some moves yeah we were talking about that earlier with uh, the fab budgets um and how yeah. low they are now and for some of us it's okay because we you know we, we're probably not going to make the, the playoffs so we can be a little bit more aggressive on spending versus yeah. somebody who's maybe already in the playoffs you could potentially have six weeks left and you know like you just mentioned you at any any week you know a player can go down so it's like you you really need to make sure your bench is pretty solid going in yeah looking at the point. players
0: you drafted man uh your highest player was camara 69 mm-hmm. uh, then it's 40 for uh terry McLaurin. right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then the cream of the crop is cooper cop tyler lockett Man, uh, then you have a whole bunch of one dollar players. Jesus, dude, that's a fucking awesome uh, roster. Everybody panned out on that one.
2: Yeah, I went I went wide receiver heavy, and except for Kamara, of course, and then uh, and then the rest of my running backs were kind of you know hit or miss. But uh, I feel like that strategy's paid off. I also scored because I picked up a decent tight end coming into the season. I had uh, what's his name from Chicago, Cole Komet who's complete oh, okay. trash. Yeah. And, uh, I dropped him, picked up Dalton Schultz, who came through for me for like maybe four or five weeks in a row. He was pretty productive. Now the Cowboys <laughs> are kind of tanking, but he's been good. And then I also picked up, uh, Ertz and he's been real good. And I deployed the two tight end bang, bang. I think I did that last week and that paid off for me. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've lucked out. Cause I think if you can, if you're tight end can get you you know, 10 plus points a week, 10 to 15 points. I mean, that's that right there can make a difference in, in win or loss. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Henderson also really paid off for you paying only 10 bucks for him. Yeah. And then also like, you know, I think you've done pretty well off the waivers as you're just talking about. And also like Daryl Williams, um, he's RB 21 now. So that's also pretty yeah, good. You just, yeah, exactly. You just got him for, you know, zero bucks. So, Yeah have had some pretty good luck off, off the waivers as well.
2: Yeah. I think the other thing I did is I, you know, my keeper was my QB Herbert. And, uh, I, I think it's been good because, you know, he's had some, he's had some really good weeks. He's had some like pretty mediocre weeks, but just not having to worry about, you know, streaming a new QB every week is, yeah. uh, yeah. is kind of nice, you know, right. I mean, obviously I had to sub him out when he was on a bye, but Other than that, he's been pretty consistent. So, uh, I feel like that move kind of paid off. You know, I ended up paying what seven bucks for him since he was a keeper. So that's yeah. been a, a decent move.
1: Yeah. I think Herbert, you picked up for five. And then your other keeper was yeah. Deontay Johnson for eight. And that's also that's right. been pretty good too. He was, he's wide receiver 19 at the moment, which nice. that's good. I mean, that's, you know, he would have, he would have been drafted for, for somebody that's a wide receiver 19, they would have been drafted way higher than eight, you know? So yeah. Your, yeah. your keepers have really kind of paid off. Quick question. Sorry to interrupt, but you guys are getting too
0: fucking boring into the weeds of the fucking uh, statistics of the league. Let's go to some uh, something very important. Hey, Matt, since you missed the uh, the recap, you oh, and yeah. uh, Chubb, here we go. So, what, what do you think uh, the, the proper punishment is that should be levied upon you and the other uh, Colorado native?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. So, okay. In hindsight, yeah, I missed the recap. I, I fucked that up. That, that's, that's my bad. As far as like future punishment. Well, two things. One, I think next, next year's uh, league meeting pre-draft, I think there needs to be some discussion around future uh, weekly recaps. And and I think you all might be surprised if we took a league wide vote, how many are actually in favor of those. And I'm not saying like, you know, we should scrap them, but maybe there's a different uh, system that would be more appealing to to everyone. Um, so I'll just throw that out there. But uh, second to your question, um, yeah, there definitely should be some type of punishment. I mean, it, I, 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 I don't wanna say it's romper-esque, but I, maybe it's something along the lines of like, that dude's gotta buy uh, buy dinner for the group or something. That's a pretty, you know, that could be an expensive penalty if you think about it. Or maybe it's something a little bit more like, you know, I, I heard a suggestion of they get docked a, a pick or maybe they have to like, you know, forego some of their budget. I think those are good suggestions. But I would also say, maybe you give that person an opportunity who missed the recap. They could do a, like a playoff primer, and and sort of you know that could be their their write up, uh, and then uh, maybe they that, that allows them to redeem themselves a little bit. But uh, that's, that's those are just my thoughts.
0: All right, all right. Uh, we we do have a punishment already in the books that we voted on. Uh, I think it was Montreal.
2: Oh, we do oh, okay
0: uh it's uh it's a slap in the face but the other nine hermanos open-handed <laughs> oh, i like that <laughs> but even though that wasn't a deterrent for you or uh or chubb and the romper you're right you wore that romper you put that romper to shame you know uh so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for you it'll be just another fucking day if you have to wear that it's like yeah yeah i would like yeah, wear um, that thing around the house
2: yeah, yeah it's like no problem
0: yeah, you know, re- redeeming on the playoffs or picking up after after the the week ten uh, would be good. Uh, would be you know like a halfway there point. Uh-huh. Uh So we'll see. But I- I'm still I'm still leaning to a very severe punishment. Meaning, uh, since we are all looking forward to that that recap and, and all the shit talking that goes in it. And some disturbing mental shit that, you know, Donnie needs to work out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, you're right. It is like <laughs> therapy. It is like
2: weekly it, therapy for some. So, yeah, it's uh,
0: it's a closure. I, you know, if you had a good week, it gives you closure and you get pumped up. And if you got your ass gaped, it's like, okay, it's, it got rejuvenated. The week starts again Thursday. Let's see what we know. It's a, it's a, It puts a dot on that week.
2: Agree. Uh, yeah, I notice. think
0: docking yeah. docking a lot of the waiver money or docking the top player you pick to the following week's recap person. So whoever followed you would trade with you, your top whatever receiver. Yeah. And that's that's huge punishment, man. Because then now you know what are you drafting? Now, now you're drafting something that you know it's gonna
2: be taken away. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, hard. that's all good points. So now
0: you heard it here first, uh, Chad. Did we get any questions?
2: So a question on the on on that. Uh, are those questions limited to uh, only league members, or, or can those be uh, submitted by outside uh, outside
1: guests? Oh, anybody, anyone, anyone that listens to the podcast. Oh, okay,
2: great. Okay, <laughs> all
1: right. Which is right now? Uh, I believe it's it's ten of us.
2: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>
0: Sarah, here's uh, the commission's question. Here we go. Okay.
2: McBride. Wondering who your number two, in your opinion, is on your team behind Mr. Cup. Clearly, Cup is the league MVP, but uh, who's McBride's number two? And no limit. Get ready to suck McBride's big, oversized clitty. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, uh, I don't know what I enjoyed more. The questioner, Marsh, like, Marsh's, like, sexual voice got me aroused. <laughs> yeah. Was he thinking uh, this shit when he asked this question? I said, I heard a lot of echo. Oh, uh, maybe he was. He probably was taking, like, a big dump. Um, All right, so
0: what's your number two?
2: Yeah, in my opinion, what's my number two behind Cup? I mean, I suppose if I really knew my team well, I could just tell you from a statistics standpoint who that is, but I would say... I got to go McLaurin. I got to go McLaurin, you know? He's only yeah, – yeah. uh, he's averaging 16 a game, which is, you know, decent. Um, yeah. His last game he had 21-3. But I don't know, man. He's been pretty consistent week in, week out. Even when Fitzpatrick went out, you know, and he was uh, – what's his name was a QB there in, in the in Washington. I thought his stats would drop, but he was kind of their, their – he's like their top weapon. So I feel like he's probably – yeah, he's be, he'd be my number two. Nice. All right.
0: McLaurin. Uh, Question number two. Here we go.
2: What's up, Sarah? It's McNeely calling from the Hermano basement. Just calling to see how you're doing. How's life up at the top? Nine and two, coasting into the playoffs with the bye. It's good stuff. Must feel pretty good considering last season. Anyways, I got a couple questions for you.
1: First one is Who from the East scares you the most? Would it be slut
2: or MP? And second question is Who from the rest of us bottom feeders squeaks into the playoffs? You get that? I did. I did. Yeah.
1: So, from who is your
2: see. clit shivering to meet in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the question, McNeely. I like it. Um, in the, e- the East is interesting because I think early on, Slut Shaming, you know, was was running. He was maybe what five and oh, was he undefeated? Yeah. Started to get a little cocky, started to talk some shit. And then, uh, you know, as his season went down, his pictures of his dinner started to kind of simultaneously look like crap as well. So, I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, he scares me though, to be honest, you know, if I had to pick one, I mean, obviously the, the easy choices are slut shaming middle piece right the top of the East. I, I got to be honest, no offense, McNeely, but you, uh, Nashorn, South Philly, you guys are all train wrecks. So no, no concerns there, but uh, I think middle piece slut shaming. I'd go with slut shaming. We're, I think we're one and one head to head. So I, I could see us, meeting up again in the playoffs and I worry about his roster. Cause he's got formidable, uh, formidable players on there for sure.
1: Who's making the playoffs. Uh,
2: I'm going to make a, <clears throat> I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Maybe it's not that bold, but, um, well, I think leisure chubb is going to make it in the playoffs. I think he'll be the sixth spot. I think he's been on a, uh, on a win streak lately. And if you look at his, what he's four and seven, so he's only a couple games back. So I'm going to go in the West. Oh, that's gonna to be tough. I'm gonna to go McBride. I'm gonna to go Topanga and Chubb in the west. And then in the east, I'm gonna say sled shaming, middle piece, and South Philly are gonna make the make the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Whoa,
0: you picked South Philly over me when I have higher point <laughs> average than that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's on, Sarah.
1: It's and, on. Uh, and no vinegar balls, I guess. I mean, oh. don't don't
2: forget, don't forget South Philly has Kadarius Tony now, so watch out. Watch out for that.
0: <laughs> All right. Moving on to uh, the next segment, which is picking the fucking winners of the week. All right. Oh, uh, let's see. Everybody's going to pick. Uh, we're going to alternate. Everybody's going to pick one. I'm going to go first. Uh,
2: Nashorn and uh, Middlepiece. Who's going to take that one, Mets? Nashorn and Middlepiece. Let's see. So Nashorn's off. What he's got 50 points to start from the Thanksgiving Day games. Um, but MP still has seven yet to play. I'm going to say Nashorn takes this one. i like where he's at. I think he's got a good momentum. He's got, you know, Renfro had a big game on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. I'm liking Nashorn in that, in that matchup.
0: All right. I agree with that. I think there's a little uh shaky shaky on middle pieces game this week. So I don't think, uh, you know, Swift, I don't he's not looking good. Losing yes. that guy.
1: Yeah, Swift. Swift hurts. He also has Hill out this week on bye, Ridley's out. So he's got some question marks. He's not as strong as as he normally is in the receiver and flex. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm going with myself as well. Uh we'll have to see. It'll be I like it. close but I'm picking All right. Trifecta there. Okay, next
0: up,
2: McNeil and Chubb. McNeely, McNeely and for that Yeah. Oh man, this one's well projected, it's neck and neck. That's wild. 144.4 to 144.5. We all know projections sometimes can not be a, a good indicator. Yeah, I mean, so far, Chubb's off to a good start, right? He digs, digs, had a good game. Buffalo D got him 11 points. Prescott got him 25 points, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Chubb takes this one. Like I was saying earlier, I, I like his momentum, I like where his season's going. I think he makes the playoffs. I think he wins this week. I think he maybe even wins out the final two weeks of the season. So the last three games. That puts him at seven and seven. And I think he takes that sixth seed into the playoffs. So I like Chubb. I like where he's at. I like that he also skipped his recap. So I'm going with him.
0: <laughs> oh, you just going by guilty by association. All right. I'm taking. Uh, I gotta take McNeely on this one. I'm praying that he takes. Uh, McNeely steps up and and does something that will open up my chances for uh, a playoff berth. If if Leisure Chubb keeps keeps tanking, so I'm picking uh, McNeely just for self-preservation. All right. Yeah. And I know he's gonna make
1: it. I'm gonna go with actually Chubb on this one too. I think he's. McNeely has us two wide receivers, but big start, like Mets was just saying on Thursday. And I think he's got some players with some good matchups. So I think Chubb pulls us off.
0: All right, next up,
1: McBride
0: and me. You're truly the fucking king. Plus <laughs> not.
1: Ass yeah, so you too, huh?
0: Oh, man. Well, you know, it, it's, it was bound to happen. But what do you think, man? You
2: going to take it? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick against myself too, and I, I think I don't feel good about this week, man. I I got to be honest with you. You know, I You're got projected some, uh, at
0: 142.
2: I can barely muster 128. How do you How do you figure? Well, I've got Latavius is my big concern, right? Because let's be honest, uh, he's not getting all the carries. Devonta Freeman is right, so maybe if I'm lucky, maybe he gets like a, you know, a goal line carry and gets a TD. But I don't see him putting up a ton of points now with Devonta getting the volume there. So that's a concern. I've got my QB going against Denver's D in Denver. That's not a great matchup, right? Uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then I got like a pathetic Texans D. That's like a, you know, it's like a hope and a prayer. And the other side, Eckler, we all know what he's done lately. You got Cam Newton, who seems to be training the right direction. So I don't know, man. I think Hopefully, uh, man. Yeah. I was forced I to get that guy. Yeah, yeah, forced to. Yeah, it'll be so close. We'll we'll... It'll be a close one, but I think you pull it out too. That's that's my prediction.
1: Ooh, how about you, Chad? Yeah, I also think it's going to be closer than the projections are saying. Kind of looking at the teams, Um you, uh, No Limit definitely has better running backs kind of set up this week. Uh, this I think really it will be close, but I'm I'm actually going to pick
0: McBride on this. Yeah, uh, you heard it here first. You know, next week I'm
1: getting a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucker. All Fucker.
0: right, next up, Kremist and SLUD well oh, wait. Ooh. So you're you're
1: picking yourself or are you picking my Oh Bride? of course. Of course. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh next
0: have... up, uh Kremist
2: and Slut. Yeah, let's see here. Um definitely going with SLUD on this one. Like I said, he's he scares me the most out of the east. Uh I, I think his rosters and you know pretty good shape Um, Zeke only put up you know 17 which is fine but he's still got some some good players left playing this weekend obviously Justin Jefferson can always like you know put up a huge amount of points Mike Williams against the Denver D I like that matchup I think the Denver D is kind of soft to be honest so um, I I think Slut takes this one and uh, yeah we'll see On, on the other side South Philly's got it interesting mix of players here, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, agree with you, too. Um, I think Slut's peaking at the right right time with his team. He's got some momentum as well. <clears throat> so I Sorry,
0: Kamish. I hope Robinson takes you to the playoffs. Eat it. <laughs> um, all right. Last but not least, B-Balls and
2: Topanga, my homeboy up the hill. Vinny balls and Topanga. Oh, boy.
1: Important. Well, being. Topanga,
2: correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but Topanga has kind of been in a little bit of a free fall. Has he not been? <laughs> yeah, he's been struggling yes. lately. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, he, he, uh, he handed me a win last week, let's be honest. Uh, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to have an uphill battle. I mean, the projected points are still pretty close. He's, uh, he only had Waller with five points in the tight end spot. Uh, that's, that's a little concerning. Uh, he does have the Patriots D though, which, uh, last week that got him 29 points, which again was shocking that somehow I still won that game. But, um, I think, uh, I think Vinny, I think Vinny balls takes this one. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with that, man. He has the Patriots D against the Tennessee. I, I don't, I don't think that's a good matchup. Okay. And then Claypool. Mm, I don't know about that one he's been okay but
1: yeah not i think this one's much. this one's going to be pretty close i think i actually think topanga is going to take this one though because vinegar vinegar's team is it depends which team shows up cuz <laughs> like some weeks he's like the the low guy of the week and other weeks he's near the top so he he really he's uh, never never seems like his team's consistent they're they're kind of up and down but yeah. For playoff implications, I think uh, the, uh
0: by Vinnie Ball's winning, it helps me. It helps uh, uh the commish. Uh it helps uh Chubb if he picks up a couple more wins. So it, it opens. it makes it a little bit more difficult to down to the very last game. It's not very clear yeah. who's gonna make it on the last spot, on the last two spots. So yeah, but in any case, I'm taking V ball. Sorry, Donnie. Your turkey was great, but fuck it. <laughs> Picking meatballs. balls. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. And with that, we appreciate you guys listening, tuning in, your questions. McBride, you're a champ.
1: Yeah, thanks Next for time. thanks for joining, Mets. Yeah, you bet, guys. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Good and uh
0: man. all the questions you've uh, you've answered. And uh good luck with your uh clit. I think I'm gonna step on it.
2: i like that i hope you do
1: all right guys. guys peace out all right later